to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 10, Episodes 14 and 15. Now, Chris, where would you like to start today? I can't say, Dave. This series so far has been good. We said in the last episode, I am all in on these absolute narcissistical Wankers, Dave. It has been great, <laughs> great stuff. Considering how poor Winter Love Island was, in my opinion, this has been a definite step up. But it's got to be Mitchell, Dave. There's a little triangle appeared now, but Mitchell is a fucking desperado. He's a snake. <laughs> and what annoys me more than anything, Dave, this play, I mean, he went around the house speaking to every girl, didn't he? And, and they all sort of like hide him off. But this play with Jess, he is the guy that you split up or have an argument with your girlfriend or wife, and he's the one who's like, I wouldn't treat you like that. We've mentioned characters like this before yeah, on, yeah. on Love Island. He is the man who swoops in there when they're at the most vulnerable, and from a guy's perspective, someone that wants a good slap in the face, Dave, because his tactics are so blatant. But Jess is falling for it. As, he's, as The more Sammy is a dick as well, Jess is falling for it. It's like uh, the lesser two evils with Mitch, but, oh, Dave, he's doing my absolute nothing watching him. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm still at the point, though, where I've got the devil and the angel. So, so my gut reaction is the same as you. It's like, you're an absolute dick. I've met plenty of people like you. And, and like you say, always there, it's like, oh, I'd never do that. No, because you haven't had the opportunity to do anything like that, whatever it, whatever that is. But... You know, always being the fucking knight in shining armor, just there at that time. And it's like, look, mate, just fuck off. But, and, and you, you said about winter Love Island. I was thinking Love Island is finished because they're all just too fucking media trained. They are too conscious about being filmed. That None of what we're seeing is their authentic selves. Now, either they have got much better actors in who are, you know, showing us, you know, a bit of drama because that's what we want ultimately. Or this just this lot are just a bit shit at that. I mean, Mitchell is <laughs> so fucking David Brent, and he's just oh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't treat you like that. <laughs> it's just <laughs> Fuck off. But, and that's the annoying thing, like you say, and why we've met people like this and why people do it in real life is that it does work. It is so fucking see-through. And especially if you've experienced those sorts of people, you, you know, you can spot it. But, I mean, Jess is on the younger side, isn't she? She's 22, I think. So yeah. maybe she just hasn't met many characters like Mitch in her life, which, you know, who are always there and always want to say the right thing. And then, you know, once they've got what they want, like, fuck off. <laughs> so he's still a bit of a pantomime villain for me. I, I think innately he does wind me up, but I have to keep remembering, oh, this is this is quite entertaining because – I think everyone in the villa can see it. Like, as soon as Jess and fucking Sammy have a bit of a tiff or something, old fucking Sniffer is over there, isn't he? Like a shot. Sniffer. <laughs> Sniffer. 
like a fucking sniffer hound. He's like, go on, go on, right, 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 okay. Oh, it's fucking terrible, that. Sammy, what's he doing? (laughs) (laughs) Sniffer, I like that, sniffer. (laughs) You're right, though, because, like, Sammy is doing himself no favours. I don't like him, Dave. I think that he's a fake nice guy and he's got a bit of a temper on him because every time he's confronted or he's backed into a corner, he, he comes across as like really, really defensive. I don't like his tone, the way he speaks to Jess. I'm not saying I mean, Jess. you're going to say teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say anything. Well, yeah, tone, tone, tone works. So, yeah, well, yeah, tone of work. But, but yeah, there's just something off about this lad and the fact that he's upset that Jess is talking to Mitch, but it was okay for him to talk to like Leo, who was a test. And he's seen his arse and then he was so childish. And I think that's the reason probably Jesse Swain towards Mitchell because whatever we think of him, he's older. And and even though Jess and Sammy are the same age, he's very immature. And, and his reasoning, again, is just bollocks. Like he's just a spoiled little brat, I think, who's probably got his own way most of his life. Yeah, And I think, unfortunately, I think Mitchell and Jess are going to end, end up together. I think Sammy is just burning all bridges or any chance he had with Jess. Yeah, but you know, I can't <laughs> help but rejoice a bit at that. I mean, I'm just thinking about Casa more, Chris. I mean, if this lot of bellends are acting like this now, it's going to get better. But I completely agree with you with Sammy. I think I don't like his, his kind of attitude. I, I think it does stink, to be honest. And to be fair, when they did the recoupling and he gave the speech, didn't he, and said, you know, talked about a test. And the, the subtext was Leah was the test. And she was like, well, I don't fucking appreciate being called a test, to be honest. And, you, you know, you're flirting away with me. My kind of good reaction to that is, like, you've seen the show, haven't you? I mean, everyone flirts with everyone, don't they? So yeah. I, I, I think at first I was thinking, well, you know, Leah, everyone's flirting with everyone. But, but then when she was sort of pulling him up on it, it was that reaction that I didn't like. You know, he was just getting dead arsey about it, you know, and he was like, yeah, whatever kind of thing. So, yeah, I, I, I don't – I'm still on the fence about, you know, she feels like she's been put out because he was flirting with her. Like I say, I mean, that's, that, it, it is Love Island. But, um, yeah, he was a total dick after that. Yeah, and I think you've touched on something I forgot, that when Leah was going after him and she got very upset and Jess wasn't happy about her crying, when he went to Leah, and as much as I think Sammy's a dick and I thought he was really bad, his his vocabulary and everything was terrible about to test that, but the fact that she had the nerve in the fucking video room to say, I've come here to find love. I'm thinking, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. I just want to find someone. So... You've had no luck with anybody else in your life. You're such a pretty attractive girl. You have had no luck finding love. So the first natural thing you're going to do is go, you know what? I'm going to go on Love Island because that is exactly where I'll find (laughs) my fucking person for the rest of my life. Bull fucking shit, Dave. I'm sorry. As much as Sammy was in the wrong, when she said that, I was like, oh, you're playing the games as well then, are we? Because that is the worst line you can say in Love Island because nobody believes that anybody's in there really for that fucking marriage and fucking 2.4 children. There's a few that have done it and are still together. But as I say, Dave, it's less than 5% with the contestants that have been on it. It's absolute bollocks. 
Yeah, and and to be honest, I am in no corner here. I just temporarily uh, go after or defend someone. But yeah, Leah, I mean, the way she was going after Scott and Scott later, he's kind of saying, oh, he's looking at me with those eyes. And, and she knew what she was doing. But all I could think was, is that your sexy face? Because it kind of looks a bit creepy. <laughs> if that was a guy staring at a girl like that, it would be a little bit creepy. I, I don't know if it was just me, but she it was doing that whole, you know, he's going, oh, don't look at me like that. Oh, And she's going, what, what, what do you mean? <laughs> do you know what you <laughs> Yeah, of course I do. Okay. Fucking, that's not a sexy look or anything. It's like you're fucking staring at him like he's a delicious meal or something. <laughs> but the thing is with that, he's speaking to Catherine. This come from nowhere, Dave. Absolutely yeah. nowhere. This this link up between these two was just absolutely off camera. I've edited out for us, the viewers, because I've not seen any connection between these two. And the way they were acting was like, I, I, it's a bit like what's going on with Mitch and Jess. At least they've had a, a bit of conversation, a bit of chat. These two have not spoken once properly on camera, but there they are. Like they're about to fucking, you know, hurt Catherine and all this. I just, I didn't get that at all. And then he's like, fucking hell, Dave, I thought you I thought, fuck me. Don't be getting up, son. You're going to be a, a little bit too excited the way he was going here. You better tuck it in your waistband, you know what I mean? We've all done that, but it's like, come on. <laughs> it was proper bullshit, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like you say, it came from nowhere. But, I mean, I don't know whether they intentionally edited it that way, but it just seemed like... Leah was like, okay, Sammy's a closed door now. Right, uh, Scott, he looks like he's probably available and sort of made a beeline for him. I mean, she did basically chase off Catherine, didn't she, at the at the fire pit? So, yeah, I'm not buying the authenticity of anyone here right now, Chris. <laughs> no, I'm not. And that, that leads very well on to, Dave. I've, still, I've got an issue with the hideaway, Dave. Ty and Ella go in the hideaway and, you know... Both great-looking people. I don't know about these white socks that Ty was wearing, Dave. He reminds me of one of my <laughs> brothers who used to wear them like, like they were football socks. Up to I know what's the fashion now with sliders and stuff, but or Crocs, sorry. But I don't, I just can't help but think, I just cringe when I see it now. You know, like Ella says, she's looking absolutely stunning. I know it's part of Love Island, and I called it out in the last series, but... You know, Ty's there in his boxers and they've got to go out. And I know they're all in bloody bikinis for most of the day and swim shorts. So he's not much more than what they normally wear around the pool. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. It just feels now like we shouldn't be seeing it. I mean, it's not like the original uh, hideaway. So I know you weren't there from the start. But for me, Dave, you would see everything. The sheets would be going. Somebody would be on top of someone else. The quilt would be coming over the head. You could pretty much you know, work out what was going on. They don't show any of that now. But it's so, I don't know. It just... It sounds so silly because it's a reality show 24-7, but I just I, I, I cringe when I know the hideaway is coming up. It's really becoming one of the most unlikable bits of the show for me. Mm. You know what I think it might be? I mean, when when you go back to seasons past, and like you say, you see the, <laughs> the sheets moving like a jackhammer. <laughs> like, it's something incredibly low budget. You're getting jealous, you know, yeah. <laughs> normal activity about it. Yeah. But but it's all so staged and set up now, isn't it? And yeah. and like it's all 
like they they're sort of playing up to the camera. I I don't know. It just feels a bit weird, and it does feel like you know you shouldn't really be there. Yes. <laughs> you know? So I I yeah I'm I'm with you. It does nothing for me. I don't don't think it adds anything to the story. Uh, you know, I, I can't remember. I'm sure there's been hideaways where maybe it's the Australian one and they just disappear and then you pretty much see almost nothing and then you just see the chat the next day. For me, that's enough. That's all you yeah. need to see. Yeah, I'm with you. We're getting old, aren't we, Dave? <laughs> but I do think <laughs> <laughs> we are old. We're not getting old. We are old. But anyway, Dave, what about the game? It came up, situationships, and I was like, oh, okay, now what is this nonsense going to be? I actually quite enjoyed it, Dave, because they're in a little rowing boat and they had to guess <laughs> the partners, like, you know, the, the usual favourite sexual position, you know, that fucking great. Uh, but, they, but then he got a bit tasty when they were digging went out, and that's why they were all calling Mitch, messy Mitch. And, yeah. and I'm not... I'm not a big fan of Zach at all, but I'll tell you what, Dave, his delivery with Mitch was fucking brilliant. I was pissing myself laughing because it was like he called him out to return. And Mitch, he's like, all right, steady, steady, because everyone, <laughs> pretty much 90% of the answers were Mitch for whatever it was. So he's got to take a bit of heed from that and go, I think there's a bit of an issue here. Or he probably in his head go, I think they're all jealous. You know, he'll probably think it's that, but... Honestly, some of the one-liners when they were calling different contestants out was brilliant, Dave. I really, really <laughs> thought it was funny. Mitch just lacks complete self-awareness, doesn't he? I mean, in his head, he's not this backstabbing snake, but he's just doing everyone a service, you know? <laughs> so he's a bit surprised, like a bit taken aback when uh, people are calling him out. But I, I didn't see at any moment, I didn't see a... a light bulb going off where he's just saying oh maybe i maybe because everyone's calling me out as being a snake maybe i should you know have a have a word with myself and you know maybe adjust my actions from here but he was just getting all defensive wasn't he so yeah no kind of come to jesus moments there (laughs) fucking brilliant i did enjoy that but one of the things that come through was medi and whitney again People have all come out. They've got no sexual chemistry. That was what everyone called them out for no sexual chemistry, pretty much. But then they went and kissed Dave. Now, Whitney had been chatting earlier on uh, to Catherine about, like, you know, the situation with Medi and how there's something there between them and they enjoy each other's company. And it not, they're not, she said, he's not touchy feely. I'm not touchy feely. And I'm like, well, this is not going to end very well because one of you <laughs> has to be touchy feely in the relationship. But in the end, they did kiss. And I, I, I do like, though, Dave, I know a lot of people have been calling Medi have been quite boring and that, but I just think it seems quite a natural relationship. You know, like some of the other couples, it's just, you know, they're all good-looking people, all of them, Medi and Winnie, good-looking people, but they've, they've actually got something. They bounce off each other. They've got my favourite word, banter, between each other, Dave. So I, <laughs> as much as everyone's saying there's no sexual chemistry, I am still saying these two will probably last longer than anyone else if they stick together. I don't know. I'm a bit more on the fence about that. I I think I, I've seen a few comments here and there about, you know, Medi being controlling. And I, I maybe I've missed those bits. I, I just haven't seen that. You know, they, they have had, you know, some, well, it's not a couple, is it? 
that you know they have chats and they have the banter and then you're just like oh these are going to work out you know these are you know if if we were naive and this is our first love island season but i don't know i I, i'm just on the fence about them i mean it it was very deliberate wasn't it you know can you come up to the terrace it's like it's code now isn't it so no one goes up there just for a chat it's like snogging corner or something you know it's it's like you know that's what it means by inviting her up there that's what he wants to happen and she knew that and everyone knew that so let's see over the next week kind of where that goes i I, i've got my kind of ears pricked up now my eyes peeled as to look for some of these controlling behaviors from medi but i don't know i I just listen They've got more of a chance than any other fucking couple in this show right now. <laughs> but um, I haven't seen enough to say, yeah, they'll make a good match. But just, you know, they're just slightly less toxic than most of the other couples. Yeah, true, true. Very good analysis, Dave. Now, Dave, we've had four emails. So nice. we've had one from our friend, Karen, and it's a great email. It's, it's actually entitled, my name is Karen. Hi, Chris and Dave, living up to my name as a Karen. Miserable moaning hypocrite. It's Saturday evening and I realised I haven't got an episode of Love Island tonight and I'm pissed off about that. I was pretty much addicted to the almost daily shit show. Notice <laughs> one of your not daily podcasts have been released and I heard my email being read out with me complaining. I guess I'm going to be angry six days of the week and pissed off for one. No pleasing me. Get Mitchell out. Although I do agree, it's kind of fun to watch him sniffing around trying to find out if any of the girls are interested one more thing, Ella has the best resting bitch face ever, Karen. And I agree, Ella's <laughs> reactions is just fantastic, aren't they? Oh, God. I mean, we talked about the hideaway, didn't we? And uh, I think, I can't remember if we spoke about this or text. It all blends into one at the minute. But, you know, I, I still see them as being quite a toxic couple. They, they're the couple you don't want to invite around for the, <laughs> for the barbecue because you know they're going to end up arguing with each other. <laughs> I just don't really see that having any legs at all. Um, but again, I'm going to hope that they do make it to Casa Amor. <laughs> and definitely movie night. 100% Dave. We need them. We need them to stay in. That's about week six though, so I don't know how long we'll last, but uh, let's keep going. So the next one's from our friend Karen again, and it's a great email. Hello, Chris and Dave. The season's been in kickoff now, and it's already better than the last winter series. Hopefully it keeps going the way it is. And doesn't fall off, though. I think Mitch has to be an AI experiment. The delusion is quite <laughs> scary. I rate Jess for not buying his bullshit as, bullshit as well so far. Uh, Ty and Ella gave me flashbacks to Chris, Olivia, Cody and Scott. Katie and Scott, their definition of a toxic relationship. In Ty's defence, he's always been upfront and honest to Ella. Unlike Zach and Sammy, he made it clear to Ella that he's open to getting to know other people, but he does take the piss at times and likes to get reaction out of Ella. In terms of the dumping, I was initially surprised, but at the same time, it was kind of expected. I expected Charlotte to go, especially since most of the guys are in their early 20s. I do wish it was Sammy who got dumped instead of Andre. His constant obsession with the word tasty is so odd. I can't really complain with Andre going through, though. He was pretty much a ghost in there, and Molly and Jess were going to allow Zach and Sammy to leave. Weren't allowed. Molly and Jess weren't going to allow Zach and Sammy to leave either. So, no, very good email, and that's true. We saw the edit with Andre, didn't we, Dave? He featured quite a lot, yeah. and then all of a sudden, it just stops, and you know then that someone's going to get kicked off. It's so obvious. Um, yeah, and I think Sammy and um, 
Jess were going okay at that time as well, weren't they? So there was no way Jess was going to allow Sammy to leave. So I think Andre was just pretty unlucky, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So we've had an email, Dave, and we've got a younger listener. Now, we have a lot of younger listeners, but this is an endorsement from his mum to listen to our podcast. So <laughs> brilliant. I love that. I think he's come and joined us over on Facebook as well. So he's titled, I listened on my mother's recommendation. Hi, lads. My mum has been banging on about your podcast for a couple of years. And like most of his suggestions, I assumed it wasn't as good as she was making out to be, <laughs> as only a child would do with a mother, I understand. However, I gave it a go last episode and absolutely loved it. One nil to mum. I love how much you both hate Mitchell. I knew he was a tart when he'd been telling all the lads he was over Molly. And when Charlotte coupled up with Zach, he came up with this spew about hoping he could rekindle things with Molly. What a bell end. So shout out to my <laughs> mum, Claire. She'll definitely be listening and keep up the hilarious content, lads. I'm loving it from Henry. So welcome, Henry. Thanks for tuning in. And yes, your mum has been listening for quite a while. So thanks a lot, Claire, as well, for the recommendation. So... <laughs> the next one is from Samantha. What aren't we seeing with Mitchell, Jess and Sammy? Hi, Chris and Dave. Much like the two of you, I've been on something of a journey with Mitchell. At the end of week one, I thought he was unhinged, clueless sap who needed to leave. And now at the end of week two, I've come round to the fact that we need someone so unaware of how he's being perceived to bumble his way through the villa for a while. The awful attempts at manipulation, flirting and fitting in are so toe-curlingly awful. I almost cannot wait to see what he does next. It also helps that a bank that he's a banker for ridiculous facial expression when he isn't picked by anyone and yet another kissing challenge. This leaves me it's true that actually. This leaves me with one question. How could Sammy seem to lose his mind the second Mitchell made his desperado attempt with Jess? What aren't we seeing between Jess and Mitch that's got Sammy acting like he's got competition? The edit made it look like every woman in there is physically allergic to Mitchell, yet Sammy took offense with making the piss poor play with Jess. They openly laugh at him whenever he speaks in the general direction of anyone else. So, so I didn't understand why it would be any different when he made that play for Jess. Interesting to hear your takes as always, Samantha. So thank you so much for that email. Um, yeah, that's a good point. They, they, he's not adhering himself to the actual villa. You actually messaged me when he was doing all this saying, and he was on the Discord as well, saying like he's going to be very unpopular with the guys if he carries mm. on. Yeah, I, and I don't think it's... I think there's different levels, isn't there? So, like, uh, if if Mitchell – look, Mitchell's a good-looking guy, isn't he? Great body and everything. He's just a bit of a dick. So I think if he wasn't those first couple of things, like, he would be more of an absolute joke. And I think, you know, quietly and sometimes not so quietly, they, the group, the whole villa almost, seems to, like, take the piss out of him a bit. But it's not enough that he's a complete joke. So when he's going after Jess, then Sammy does feel threatened. And, and we've said, you know, it, it resonates a bit because, you know, you've met people like this in your in your life, you know, and it's it's a pretty distasteful thing to do, be that person that's like, oh, I'd never treat you like that. Or, oh, I can't believe he's done that. You know, so I think that's why probably Sammy doesn't, he doesn't feel safe enough yet to, you know, just brush what, what uh, Mitchell's doing off. It's interesting that. And I've got to say though, Dave, I'm actually looking forward to the show every night. I'm like, <laughs> what's coming next? And that's a good thing. We've never felt, I've not felt that love island since last year. So I'm really happy that we're in so, that situation at the moment anyway. 
Yeah, no, it is good. It is good. I do have to say, and I was the biggest cynic coming into this season, and, and I thought I, I can. Well, I'm sure I've said it many times before, but the winter Love Island was particularly awful. Apart from Maya Jama, uh, you know that was about the only decent <laughs> thing out of it. But um, you know, with these emails, I often just kind of listen to you, and I, I brought it up, and it was just an unfortunate word wrapping event because I, I was looking at it, it says it also helps that he's a banker. Or ridiculous facial. <laughs> Sorry. That's where it word wraps. So I had to read it twice there. <laughs> I'm a bit of a banker sometimes, Dave, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the ridiculous facial. Um, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> the tall curly, maybe, but there you go. <laughs> but yeah, so it, no, it's, it's a really good season so far. Some great, great characters. Does beg the question, how have they got it so right? In terms of these people who lack that self-awareness to be able to come across in a polished way and like a, a manipulative and fake way, and we seem to get most of those in the Winter Love Island season. I, I, I don't quite get the the recruitment process, but it, it does seem to be quite deliberate. Yeah, you know, I agree with that. It's not just one or two people. It, it's a definite trend, isn't it? Yeah. No, it is. You're right. It is. It's, it's strange. It's like we got the B team in the Winter Love Island. Yeah. The A team. So, yeah. Interesting. Don't let, don't let Olivia... That's just saying, don't don't do that, Dave. <laughs> I, I was in the Fast and Furious. Yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, anyway, before we get Olivia coming after us, Dave, um, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com, some great emails today. Want to follow us on social media at cdrealitycast. Please go to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. Come and join us over there. And there's plenty of people joining every day. So thank you so much, guys. As we race towards 700 friends on our Facebook page. So thank you. Um, if, so if you want to support us a little bit more, get to patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. So the roll call of honour is Ken Gustafson, Lucky Lily Green, Lauren Tracy, Susan Deedee, Katie Libby, Joanna Noreen, Chloe Brianna, Helen Keith, Gillian Zoe, Kristen Maggie, Kate, Megan, Fiona, Cassie, Emma, Nicola, Macy, Alex, Larissa, Helen and Amanda. So thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. And uh, all we both appreciate, not just me, we both appreciate it, for all your support. <laughs> so thank you so much. And it's been great fun again, not doing a daily, daily podcast, Dave. It is bi-daily or something, uh, probably. <laughs> but no, thank you very much, sir. It's been good to, to chat about this shit. And uh, like I said, we're probably averaging about, what, every couple of episodes? Yeah. Not bad. I think we're doing all right this season. So... All right, mate. Well, thank you very much, sir. Thanks to all our listeners out there. Thanks to all our supporters. I will speak to you next time. Bye.